You gotta wait till you smoke it more before you put that. <laughs> oh, happy Wednesday, everybody! We're we're having a garage party tonight. We're, we're garaging it again. It gents. is beautiful in Minnesota, so we are garage partying it up, and so we've got the cigars lit, and I just. I just tore the ring off my cigar like like an animal, like an orangutan would tear it off. And Dave, Dave just reminded me he saves them. Yeah, everyone. Here he brought a nice gift for me. Everyone that I smoke for the first time, I'm taking the band and I'm keeping it. And I want to do something special with it. <laughs> and that's a, a Perdomo. Well, is, well, you haven't actually smoked this one. But still. Oh, you... It doesn't have to be something doesn't you have to, smoked. Yeah. Okay. So the general consensus is <laughs> you smoke the cigar for a little while, you let it heat up a little bit, and then it's easier to come off so it doesn't rip like that. Well, but I, you well, are I, impatient. <laughs> well, I have no interest in saving them, number one. Number two, this one is so short that it was like way up here, and I just thought, I'm just going to get off of there now. That's what I thought to myself. Just I thought, self. Huh? Yeah. I gotcha. Hey, uh, Ralph. Yes, Dave? I think now's a good time to welcome everyone to Trips Right with Ralph Have and Dave. Have we not done that yet? No. Oh, we're, weird. We're two minutes in. We're way oh. overdue. Oh, shoot. I feel like we've been here for days. Yeah, I'm Dave. I'm Ralph. Happy that's, garage party, that's everybody. That's right, Ralph. Happy garage party. Was it 55? It's got to be the temperature? pushing 60. It's warm out. Yeah, it's nice. It's real warm, and it's nighttime. I do believe it eclipsed 70 today. Woo, boy. I know. In I wore November. shorts. I wore shorts to work. Yeah. We uh, we had snow what a week and a half ago. Uh yeah we yeah we had like a blizzard and, and then I, I told last. everybody it's not gonna last and here we are with seventy degrees in uh, the beginning of November it's amazing yep um so this is our post Halloween edition uh yeah I suppose it is yep and uh, we've got a lot to go over a lot happened this last week a lot to unpack a lot to unwrap and homie. We got a lot to say about it. Yeah, that's what I hear. You usually have a lot to say about it. We uh, we've got some stuff with our leagues. We got some trades have been going through. We got some typically terrible trade offers. Uh, we are going to introduce a new friend and a new theme song tonight. Cyanide Man is getting his rebuild analyzed tonight. Oh, you found a song for him already? Well, no. I felt like I would just go for it. He gave me some suggestions. He was he's actually cool with a rage with a rage theme. I know there's but, a uh, uh, I've got some ideas. There's a Shine Down song with Cyanide. Sweet Tooth Cyanide, something like that. I don't know what that is, Dave. Yeah. But I mean that could work. Did you have He's a, pretty open. Okay. Garrett's yeah, pretty right, agreeable. Right. So I he's very excited. Uh he's very excited to be part of the group. He he said that from listening he has started to recognize names of guys he's in other leagues with that are our best people that we talk about all the time. He should totally say hi to him. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. I mean, as fans of as fans of trips, right, right. with Ralph and Dave, it's a very it's a very tight knit group because there aren't very many of them. It's an elite group. <laughs> so, did you have a lot of kids trick or treating? 
in your neighborhood here? Um, I wouldn't know because we were uh, we were out of the neighborhood. We went to our we went to our friend's house and hung out there. Wait a minute. No, we didn't. No, liar. That got canceled. We actually were here. Sorry, we were here uh, because there was a COVID scare for our buddy, and so uh, we ended up not going over there. So we hung sense. out here. Sure. Uh, and no, I didn't see barely any kids. Um, there were plenty of houses that had like the candy left out, like take yeah. one because apparently there's a pandemic going on. So, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm not a Halloween fan generally no. speaking, so I'm not the one to ask, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sorry for asking. I'll never ask again. My, my kids, uh, my, my students, we had, a. Uh, they, of course, all want to talk about it, and they wanted to share their... Because co- they're at home, so their costumes are there. Normally, they're not allowed to wear their costumes anywhere near school, but I asked my principal, like, do you care if they share their costumes? She's like, as long as they're not violent or inappropriate or anything. And I said, okay. So I had some kids showing their costumes. One of my girls was... She's like, I'm a zombie ballerina, but here's... This is my costume, but it's bloody, so I didn't wear it. I just sure. wanted to show it to you. I'm like, oh, thanks. Nice of her to do that. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> um, and then, uh, let's see, we had... Uh, I had a kid go as uh, Joe Biden. His sister went as Kamala Harris. So okay. that was that was fun. Um, and then uh, what were some other ones? Uh, one of my students has a pug, and her pug dresses up. They dress their pug up as like a mountain goat, and it was really cute. That and poor I, pug. And I said, "So is this like? Does the pug just wear this on Halloween? Is this an ongoing thing?" She goes. Oh, no, she, we pretty much make her wear it all the time. Uh, I would never do that to my dogs. They've never even had sweaters on. It was really cute. No though. way. It was really cute. So, you know, I mean, Halloween's Halloween. Mm-hmm. We never did get our pumpkins carved. That's one thing we didn't do this year. But we we have pumpkins, just didn't carve them. Yeah. We probably had about 75 kids in the neighborhood. I mean, we've got a great neighborhood. Kids everywhere. So I did. I've got a great neighborhood because there aren't kids yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Well, that'll be, that won't be nice when you have kids, though. Well, that's true. But I every year I get a fire going in the driveway. I set the table out with the candy bowl and then uh, beverages for the adults. Mm. And everyone always loves it. Adult Halloween. Uh-huh. Like, I, the, in, like the episode of The League. Yep. I got some, <laughs> some little mini uh, fireball bottles. Got some other beers, and I got rid of most of my Corona seltzers that I was happy about. Hey, there you go. We had that at our... our uh, Halloween crawl, or not a Halloween crawl, but our garage crawl. It's funny how you put out booze that you're trying to get rid of, and it's just funny how sometimes it just has a way of disappearing, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it was really windy out, too, and we got snow. Oh, was that on. the windy day? Oh, yeah. And then actually, I didn't realize, but at the end, when everyone went inside, is when the party really began. We probably had about 25 people in our driveway. We had three sets of multiples in our house. Wow. We probably had 15 kids in our house. That's a lot of kids. All hopped up on the old sugar. I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, good times. Well, should we get in some games? I'm going to be honest about it. I'm low energy tonight. I just feel tired. It's probably because you had a big meal. I had a big... Well, Claire made made her family enchilada recipe last night. So we had enchiladas last night with all the neighbors watching election stuff. And then today we went to Pablo's and had more Mexican food, so I'm just very full of Wait, there's an election going on? Yeah, apparently. If it ever ends. Weird. Yep. So, should we get into should we get into some games? Um, Cyanide, Cyanide Garrett was very uh, complimentary of our new format. He said he liked it before, but he liked 
get into the get into the leagues and get into the trades. Yeah, sooner. get into the meat and bones of everything. Yeah, so he approves the of that. Meat and potatoes. Um, so there were four teams on a bye last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Boy, Arizona. The buys, the buys are hitting me hard. This we week is tough. Arizona, Washington, Jacksonville, and Houston. Um, I have a lot of Gibson shares, and I have some scary Terry Terry McScorn shares. So that didn't help. I can't believe we didn't start off today with pouring one out for George Kittle missing the rest of the year with a broken foot. You know, he's optimistic. He thinks he'll be back in two weeks. Come that? on, give so me a said. break. Kyle Shannon says, yeah, the doc said about eight weeks to maybe done. Uh, George is saying two weeks, so we'll see what happens. Well, that's um, that would be pretty sweet because I am highly invested in case no one knows. Um, and, you know, I, uh, I'm really not excited about my teams that I'm trying to make a yeah. championship push. <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> um, we could also pour one out for Danucci as well because uh, his reign in the uh, NFL is over because he won't be starting. Yeah, they gave me a call. I'm actually starting next week. Are you? Yeah. They said, don't even bother practicing. We're just going to throw you in. Do you want to <laughs> go practice in the backyard or something? <laughs> No, man, I'm good. I got this under control. You really should uh, <laughs> take some hits prior. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to take and, any and hits. loosen up. Oh, I'll, be, I'll stay clean. Don't worry. You'll be like the kicker. Don't worry. In uh, replacements. You'll have <laughs> a cigar on the sidelines. <laughs> you big fag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a good movie. Hans and I have been saying that to each other. You big fatty for our entire lives. Like, not our entire lives, since that movie. Because it came out when we were high Those school. were your first words as a kid? <laughs> Turns out. I turned to my mom and said, you big fat. And you got a big fat backhand across the face. Yep. Yeah, we can dive into some games. We got right. some hot takes and takeaways from each one. Um, why don't I start us off with that Thursday game? Because I uh, bailed on Mike Davis. Yeah. Um, and, and I admittedly did not watch all these games, so there will be times where I'll come across something and go, wow, did that really happen? That's my takeaway, because I am shocked. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. So um, my takeaway for the uh, the Falcons. Yeah, what happened in the game? Who won? Um, the Falcons won 25-17 to 17 okay. over the Panthers. Uh, so my takeaway here is Julio is... Kind of back to his elite but no tight end scoring self. Um, start him every week. He's healthy. That's great. And Gurley is just only surviving on the touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, like, sure. without the touchdowns, he has nothing. But, hey, it is what it is. I mean, if he gets you points that way, he gets you points that way. Um, and then the uh, reign of Mike Davis, I believe, is over because all signs point to CMC. He practiced fully today. Yep. So CMC will be – whoa. That tennis ball has an important purpose, you know. It'll settle. If I have to hang that back up, I'm going to be really mad at you. There's no way I'm knocking that down. Oh, you don't think? Oh, stop! I've, I've already had to retie it. There's a tennis <laughs> okay, ball so okay. that Claire doesn't crash her Jeep. and or, Nope, not her Jeep. Her car. I have a Jeep. Well, mine's over there. I have one for the Jeep, too. Um, and uh, Dave's playing with it like a kitty cat. Um, yep, like that. Uh, so my takeaway on the Panther side is Mike Davis's reign is over. Um, I actually went to Waylon, who has CMC, yep. and I said, hey, will you give me... I wanted his 2022 second for Mike Davis. Yeah. And he was not 
he's like, yeah, for a waiver wire pickup, that seems kind of steep. And and what I'm thinking is, okay, you hate picks and you have CMC yeah. and that's a year away. Just give it to me. But whatever. He's he's right, you know. So I uh, here's a, a little aside. You know he's expecting twins. Did I say that? Have I told you that? Him no, and, uh, him but he'll be in your multiple club. Are expecting twins. So Exciting. Me and uh, the other brother-in-law, Aaron, who's in our No I Am Team mm-hmm. League, we actually went to B-dubs on Sunday to watch the Vikings game, Vikings-Packers. And even in the league that he's in with Aaron, sold up all his picks. He's so just, weird. He just doesn't like picks. Okay, does he ever win doing that? Because I have not seen a lot of performance. He's pretty competitive in, in those leagues that he's in with Aaron, yeah. Okay. He's, so he's doing something right there. Well, anyway, I ended up getting his 2022 third. Mm-hmm. I wanted his 2022 third and his 2021 fourth, which will probably be the first pick in the fourth round. And I was going to throw in Jalen Hurd. He wasn't having that. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, best I can do is a third. And what he meant was including Hurd, yeah. like Hurd and Davis for the third. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I'll give you Davis for the third. He's like, okay, I'll do that. I'm like, that was that. And... <laughs> That was the end of the conversation, so hopefully we won't have to talk trading them for a while. Um, anyway, so those are my takeaways from this game. Right on. I have an IDP takeaway, actually. Let's hear it. I actually have a few games that are going to be IDP-centric in my takeaways. Ooh. You know, we have people who are asking about IDPs. and Sure. So We should be making them pay for it, though. I know. It takes a lot of time to gain that IDP a, knowledge. This will be a taste. Okay, all right. A little so, teaser. So, uh, IDP Spotlight... Deion Jones, linebacker for the Falcons. Um, he had five. He had six total tackles, five solo, one sack, two tackles for loss. They call those TFLs, if you didn't mm, know. I did know that, yeah. He had three quarterback hits, and that's good for 18.5 points if we're scoring in Westeros. So that ain't bad. He nice. Was productive on the tackles. I can't wait to talk about my Westeros IDP edition this He's week. He's actually in it, too. <laughs> yeah, I was like... I wonder if he's available. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Foreshadowing. I may have already dropped him, if it makes you feel any better. No, I I completely understand. You got a buttload of points from Boom, me. and then out of here, but we'll yeah, get to you're that. you're dead to me. And then, right. so, um, you mentioned Julio Jones not scoring touchdowns but getting a lot of catches and receptions. Here's a stat for you. That was like foreshadowing. Julio Jones has 29 games with over 100 receiving yards and zero receiving touchdowns. That's the most in the Super Bowl era. That makes sense. The next closest is 22. I mean, that is his MO, so that completely makes yeah. sense. And here's another fun one. Curtis Samuel has at least uh, one receiving touchdown and one rushing touchdown in a game for the third time in his career. Only Jerry Rice has more with five. I love Curtis Samuel. He's a Buckeye. Mm-hmm. The Ohio State University, in case you didn't know, that's where he Are played. there any other Buckeyes? Are there what? Are there any other Buckeyes? I don't... You always have to say the Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, when well, you say Buckeyes... It's just the official... It's I just think, the official word. I think by um, now we all know that Buckeyes okay, right. are from okay, Ohio all right, State. So all right. you don't okay, have to okay, say all right, okay. the Ohio okay, State. All right. That's fair. Uh, but that really killed Mike Davis. I mean, I should have gotten a big game at him in his last... Hurrah, and instead it was Curtis Samuel getting rushing touchdowns. Ridiculous. Yeah, he went out with a whimper. Yeah. Which is which is sad. And everyone's saying that he's uh, going to still get some play when, when C-Mac is back, but not the way he's been playing. 
I think it's going to be all C-Mac all the time, and I hope so because I've got some C-Mac shares and I've got zero Mike Davis shares. I was very, very excited to get out of him what I did yep. while I had it, and now I got it third, even if it's two years away, yep. in. That's perfect. I'll take it. So. Hey, can I have the next game? Take it. You ready for this? Which one? Maru! Garage door's open. You're going to wake up the whole Skull. neighborhood. Skull! Oh, Skull! The whole reason we went to B-Dubs was to watch the Vikings put up a fight against the Packers. And it was the Vikings put a beat down on the Packers. Holy moly! My Vikings got the win. I'm very happy. 28-22. I think one particular Viking got the win. True. And as long as that one particular Viking is healthy, the Vikings should be doing okay. Okay. And that one particular Viking, you ask? Well, that's Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook had 30 carries all on his own. The Packers, as a team, had 24 carries. Okay? I heard you. Cousins threw 14 times. Rodgers had to throw 41 times. Dalvin Cook. (laughs) Nice push. 163 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He also had two catches for 63 yards and a touchdown. I love Dalvin Cook. Let Dalvin Cook. Hey, little fella. (laughs) (laughs) A little bug flew in here. Um, Yeah, I. on the other side, Devonta Adams, I mean, if you had him, he had a pretty good game too. I've got him all over the place as well. His yardage total was so weirdly low, though. Yeah, like short touchdowns, little dink and dunks, but um, got I mean, the job done. The three touchdowns helped, and nobody else. I mean, the receptions were there for Jamal Williams and for Tunyon. It's Tunyon, by the way. Did you know that? I did. It rhymes with onion. Yeah, not Tanyan. Kills those uh, Tanya Tanya Harding references. Yeah, the Robert Tanyan Harding. Has there ever been any? <laughs> well, team team name wise, yeah. team name wise, it'd be pretty good. Yeah. Do you have any takeaways from this one? Just dropped hot ash on myself. What? I'm having a rough night, bro. Do you have any takeaways? Uh, Yeah, my takeaway is that um, you have a usable running back anytime uh, Aaron Jones is out. Jamal Williams had like 100 total yards. So I'm happy with that because I had to start him. Yep. Um, A.J. Dillon got a a little bit of run, Mm. which is kind of nice. And now he's got COVID, so he's not playing. Uh, yeah. Wait, who does? A.J. Dillon? Yeah. And uh, think, that was why Tyler Irvin was projected to get some points this week. Williams might be out, too, if I'm not mistaken. Well, shoot. Hope Aaron Jones comes back. He won't. Not for this game. They play tomorrow, so he's not coming back. Oh, so Tyler Irvin is the guy. He's the guy. I have him in a couple spots. You should maybe think about playing him. Ugh, that sounds horrible. As much as it hurts your heart. Yeah, it does hurt my heart. I'm on the Vikings side. Um, my only takeaway, uh, Kirk Cousins sucks. <laughs> you can go on your stats now or your your fun ones. Now, okay, I'm gonna let that one slide because you're having a rough day. Um, what? He's the worst. He's really not. He's terrible. Is he? Yeah. He's really, really horrible. If he has to do anything other than hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook, he's an embarrassment. And his nose is so pointy. <sighs> I knew that was coming. All right, go ahead. So, uh, Dalvin Cook is the first Vikings player with over 200 scrimmage yards and four touchdowns in a single game. Whoa. It's a pretty darn good game. Yep. And Adams has nine receiving touchdowns against the Vikings since 2016. Goodness gracious, great balls of Dalvin. He loves playing the Vikings. Sure, 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 sure. 
Uh, I am going to take the Rams and Dolphins. I want that two a time, baby. You're ramming it. Uh, yeah, so uh, takeaway for the uh, Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins won, by the way, 28-17, to 17, so that's a good start for uh, for Tua. Heck yeah. Um, Tua was pretty mediocre. I mean, he didn't have to do much in this game. I mean, there was a rushing touchdown for, for Gaskin. He, he, the one touchdown was a pretty nice short throw to Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe they had... Oh, gosh, they had a couple of fumbles recovered, right? I think... Yeah, and then I think there was... Interception. Yeah, Andrew Andrew Van Ginkle, whoever that is, yeah. had a touchdown. Um, know, his, and then Jakeem Grant had a return you touchdown. You know what his nickname I is? I love Jakeem Grant. I wish he got more play. His nickname is Andy Van Stinkle. <laughs> it's his nickname. Because it, it rhymes with... No, they you call him that. Van Stinkle. Okay, it's, sounds good. It sticks. Anyway, it was really nice to see two on the field. And other than getting a little time before the bye, he hadn't played for like 350 games. Terry Bradshaw before the game said it was 350 years. <laughs> and then he corrected himself, and then Strahan goes, well, yeah, I mean, he looked pretty fresh for the fact he hasn't played for 350 years, Terry. <laughs> it was pretty It was pretty funny. They just make fun of Terry. Oh, they are all so old on that show. They're so old. Terry's yeah, got to go. Fat, too. Uh, and they're so excited when they get out there in that little field and, like, Play, like throw the ball around and Woodson just makes them all look bad. Anyway, oh, Jimmy's got to go too. He's he's as old. Yeah. Um. On the other side, uh, Cooper Cup twenty targets. Yeah. That is massive. No one I else mean, had over ten. Yeah. I mean, he's Goff's BFF. Goff didn't look very good. So, um, <laughs> Acres getting some run. That's probably the main takeaway. Is let's let's get to Acres time. We're done with the Henderson stuff. Yeah, I agree. And Malcolm Brown. Let's get Acres in there. Goff just looked terrible. Just horrible. Oh, terrible. Just terrible. Well, I hope he picks it up for Roman when I'm trying to get that $150 uh, auction budget. Yeah. I ain't making the playoffs. All right, what do you got? My takeaway in this game, this was a, a team win for mm-hmm. Miami. They had a passing receiving I'm touchdown. Really happy for them as a team. They had a rushing touchdown. They had a defensive touchdown and a special teams touchdown. That was awesome. And they're 4-3. and three. Did know. anybody think... That this team would be four and three? No, no, I didn't. And doing so well, they made a quarterback change when they probably didn't even have to. Well, but their plan, their buy got affected though with all the COVID stuff. So their buy, I think I was hearing that their buy was supposed to be week ten, and then they were going to start two in week eleven, no matter what. But their buy had to get bumped up because of all the COVID stuff. I suppose. So, so that was why Fitzpatrick. I mean, Fitzmagic <clears throat> should have had much closer to the whole season, but. Okay. So in case, I you're, got, in case uh, you're wondering. Oh, and, and Gaskin's going to be out for three weeks. So that's not going to be good. So they actually traded for Darrell Williams. I heard that. I like Darrell Williams. Yeah. I like him a lot. And, um, and he they, has some appeal for the next few weeks. I mean, I guarantee I'll be starting him in a few had, spots. Because they'll want – I mean, who else are they going to run? Yeah. Matt Burita, they don't – they clearly don't want to give no. the ball to. And Howard isn't even playing. Yeah. Howard and they also died. He died. He, yeah, rest in peace. They yeah. also traded Isaiah Ford to the Patriots. So make the the Patriots the Patriots are trying to tell everybody we're we're doing stuff to try to win. No, you're not. You got Isaiah Ford. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop pretending, Belichick. Um, so here's a little. Uh, I got a quiz for you, actually. Okay. Tua became the first rookie QB to defeat the Rams since whom? It happened in 2012. That should give it away. Andrew Luck. No. 
Well, now I'm out of ideas. 2012. Think in the division. Think in the division. Josh Allen. Nope. Wrong division. Wait, Wrong what, what What are we talking? Oh, the Rams. I don't know. Just tell Russell me. Russell Wilson. Oh, him. Yeah. I didn't have the right year, yeah. the right division. And I think we, we... Part of me wanted to say Brady. He wasn't a rookie did, in 2012. Did we mention this already? <laughs> that Tua is the first left-handed... I swear I've watched football before. Yeah, he's the first left-handed QB to start since Kellen Moore in 2015. So this was the... It's a four-season drought without a left-handed starter. Longest in the Super Bowl era. Wow. It's a long time. It's a long time. It's a long damn time. It's a long time. Long darn time. Yeah. All right, what you got next? Need to be more. I'm going to go with uh, New England and Buffalo. Good call. Because um, I am I am actually starting to root for um, the Patriots to get <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. I am. Could you imagine Belichick and Trevor Lawrence? Yes. It'd be like a match made in heaven. But they're not, I mean... Think about it. I think they still have two games to play against the Jets. I don't think they played them yet. Oh, no. Could you imagine? <laughs> the Jets get two wins and have division wins over the Patriots. Belichick already called me. I'm starting those games. <laughs> um, he doesn't want to take any chances. <laughs> oh, I think that's going to be amazing. Um, my takeaway on this one for the, uh, the Bills is their rushing game. Even though it was against the Patriots, who are not having a good go at anything, they can't do anything right. Singletary and Moss both had 14 carries. They both had 80 yards, but Moss had the two touchdowns. Um, so they're both being used the same, at the same rate. So it's tough to uh, to figure who to start them, unless you have both in the same league like I do, and I just start them both. It's it's not a bad you know? team to do that. You yeah. know I love that strategy. And then Damian Harris finally. The has problem been... with doing that with this team is that Josh Allen runs so much right. when they get close, so yeah. it kind of kills the upside. Yeah, he also had a rushing touchdown shocker. in this game as well. Hashtag shocker. Um, but Damian Harris was the lead back for the Patriots, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. He had sixteen for one hundred two and a touchdown. So I'm hoping that is a sign of things to come as well. Me for, too. Uh, for that young rusher, because I like him. I think he's going to be really good. I just think they need to get away from handing off to Burkhead, James White. Stick with one guy. And um, Sonny Michelle, when he comes back, he's going to muddy things up. So I'm, uh, I'm going to enjoy this Harris run while it lasts. Yeah, it'd be nice if they just had a guy. I mean, he's young, fresh legs, and he's got good draft pedigree. It'd be nice if they just rolled with him. And it's the Patriot way of doing stuff, yeah. but Tom Brady's gone. It was probably Tom Brady's way when they were doing stuff. So now just stick with one guy. Well, plus they're not winning. So the Patriot way is supposed to lead to winning, and it's not leading to winning. So. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, my takeaways, I guess, Josh Allen just continues to look pedestrian. He started so strong, yeah. and now he's just back to earth, and it's very uh, – it, it just makes me mad at myself for not selling when he was so good because, man, you probably could have gotten anything you wanted for him because I've never quite been a believer, Yeah. and I didn't, and so now here I am. Um, although Zach Moss and Singletary, I would consider themselves when they looked pretty good this game because yeah. just not consistent stuff going on. <sighs> and this game was actually pretty close. Um, you had uh, 
Cam Newton fumbled the ball away at the very end. Otherwise, you know, who knows what would happen at the end of this one. Yeah, so my takeaway on, on that side, um, other than Damian Harris, would be uh, Cam Newton. I, I play against Cam Newton and hustle the point-per-carry league, and mm. boy, is he uh, monstrous in that league because that's – Every carry he gets is a point plus a, anything else that's bonus. It's an so. added bonus. So but when he's he projected have, for a lot of points. When he doesn't have any uh, passing touchdowns, that does help. But when it gets a rush, touchdown. Well, when Jacoby Myers is your highest targeted guy, that kind of hurts. Yeah, kinda definitely. Hurts. Definitely. Um, so here's a, a stat for the Bills that's not a very good stat for them. They're now the third team in NFL history to start 6-2 and two with a negative point differential through eight games. Can you believe that? They're 6-2, and two, and through eight games, they've been outscored. Meaning in their two losses, they were so blown away yeah. that, and wow, their, and it was close their wins. wins are close. Wow, so the that's ni- an interesting stat. The 91 Bears and that's the, their best work. The 91 Bears and the 45 Lions also did this, and neither won a playoff game that season. So... Get yourself together, Buffalo. Goodness gracious. Great balls fire. <laughs> uh, I will take this barn burner of a Pittsburgh-Baltimore game. That was a fun one. It was a fun one. It was back and forth. My my takeaway on the, on the uh, Steelers side, uh, I guess I'll go with the IDP. Uh, God, I forgot this guy's name even. Spillane. Robert Spillane. Yep. So I picked him up. And started him because all of a sudden, by NATO in Westeros, hit my linebackers, and I started him. He had 11 total tackles, including one for loss. He had two passes defensed, and he had an interception return for a touchdown that Lamar Jackson just gifted him right in his old belly. He also had a fumble recovery. Oh, my God. Yeah, he got me 55 points in uh, in uh, Westeros. Westeros. Yeah. It would have been nice to have that last week against Adam instead of this week against Zach and Mitch who were in last place. Yeah. But, oh, well, I'll take it. Um, I'll let you talk about the offense when we get to it. On the sure. other side, uh, oh, nope. Oh. oh, I jumped. Oh, I jumped to a different oh, game. No. Give me a second. Buddy. Do you want to predict my takeaway for Baltimore? I'm. Yeah, it, does it? Start with just kidding, Dobbins. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> 15 for 113, baby. I have this feeling that he ain't giving that job back. That's it. I, th- I think that might be it. Yeah. Uh, seven and a half yards of carry. He had, he, you know, he had a 28-yard run, but that's not so big that it skews the results. Mm-hmm. He was tearing off some big chunks. That's the, I think, first 100-yard rusher against the Steelers this year. Yeah. And uh, I'm personally very excited about it. Gus Edwards had the touchdown, and he had the same number of carries, so that part's disappointing. But J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Uh, If you're trying to get him from me now, you missed your chance. Spoiler alert, there was never a chance because I was never trading him. And you got to think this was their plan the whole time. Uh, Obviously, with Ingram getting hurt, it kind of sped up their plan, but you knew by the end of the season he was going to be the guy. I did know that. Yeah, that's why you drafted him so much. I sure did. Yeah. Um, and then with Pittsburgh, again, they just have all those weapons. I love talking about all the weapons that Big Ben has. He threw for two touchdowns. Connor ran for one. Ebron and Claypool got the touchdowns. Um, so it's uh, – and, and then Spillane added his touchdown too. So um, they're just – they're scoring all over the place, which is awesome to see. Yeah, it was awesome to see. So uh, Steelers win 28-24. Yep, and then uh, – 
So Big Ben only had 24 passing yards in the first half. That's the worst he's ever done. He kind of rallied. And uh, Jackson now has five interceptions against Pittsburgh. Yeah, Jackson hasn't looked good. He's starting to get a reputation now not being able to uh, play with the big boys. Yeah, I was hoping that against better competition he would have to play better because – but uh, I they just I, – I just don't understand why they're – they need to get back to what they do. Yeah. They need to run the ball, RPO, get, get some open receivers going, and yeah. it's just – him dropping back and uh, just not working. Not and then working. you, you kind of hinted on my last one. So Dobbins is only the second player since 2019 to have over 100 rushing yards against Pittsburgh. Oh, it was even longer than I yeah. thought it was. Do you want to guess who the other one was? The other player at 100 yards against yeah. Pittsburgh in the last year and a half? Yeah. You've already mentioned his name tonight. Within the last minute <laughs> uh, Gus Edwards uh, Gus Edwards Gus Edwards nailed it nailed it yeah alright your pick I'm gonna go with my new so I'm a, a diehard Vikings fan I think no it's, you don't say I think it's well documented right huh. um, learn something new every day but I'm really liking these Bengals yeah. I'm really liking Burrow and his receivers and their running game, even I without loved, Nixon. I'm loving T. Higgins, man. So they beat the Tennessee Titans. I'm, you know what? I'm going to start saying Titan down because this Titan The 5 and 1 Titans got beat by the Bengals. Yeah. And yeah. there were a lot of, lot of bad teams that beat good teams. The, the lesser record. This was a horrible week for, uh, for, for betters <laughs> in Vegas. They did not make a lot of money. So uh, Cincinnati finally got their second win. They're 2-5-1. The Titans are 5-2. You guys suck. <laughs> uh, my takeaway on this one is Burrow outgunned Tannehill, which was great to see. You know, I always hear that people say, like, uh, Big Ben went up against Jackson or Tannehill went up against Burrow. Neither one plays defense. I was going to say. It's, you know, it's I, not, I always hate that comparison. They never actually see each other. Right. They, they, don't, yeah. they don't actually play each other. Right. So, the only time I'll buy that is if it's like they keep scoring. The other one has to match the other one because they're, sco- you know, like the matching of scoring. Yeah, yeah. Like then, okay, it ends up being a little bit of a duel. But yeah. fundamentally speaking, they're not technically. It's right. not like, you know, it's not like. Uh, uh, you know, Michael Jordan and, and Larry Bird where exactly. they're, they're com- actually playing defense on each other. Or if, if they put on boxing gloves and they go to the center logo right. and they punch each other. Sure. Then sure, you can sure, say sure. they go up against each other. Sure, sure, sure. Um, sure, sure, sure but sure. I digress. So Burrow threw two for 249 to Tanny's 233. They both had two touchdowns. Tanny had interception. And here's a telling stat. Burrow kept his jersey clean. He didn't get sacked. Hello. Yeah. It's, for a, you, it's amazing what a rookie quarterback can do mm-hmm. and what a boost to its confidence if he doesn't get sacked. Yep. If he has time to make plays yep. and catch balls. Yep. And another takeaway I have is we had a Deontay Foreman sighting oh in the God. same game that Samaj P. Ryan had a rushing touchdown. Foreman is now 
seemingly the handcuff to Derrick Henry. And I'm looking at the game, I said, is that Deontay Foreman? I can't see real good. Is that Deontay Foreman over there? And Aaron's like, who? <laughs> exactly, Deontay Foreman. He was a Houston Texan. darling for the Texans. Sure was. Yeah, he got picked up and uh, He was a darling. He was a draft day darling, but my goodness. Colts too, right? Colts gave him a little run. He never ended up playing for him, I Probably don't think. not. But, uh, yeah, him and uh, McNichols are making a nice 2-3 uh, punch uh, to miss, spell Derrick Henry. Evans already. Yeah, poor guy. I got a full-size signed uh, Titans helmet by Darrington Evans. It was a pristine auction impulse bid. Yeah? Someday I'll have a man cave to put it in. <laughs> Do you wear it? You no, I don't wear you it. You don't put them on? No, I don't. No, it's not. Okay, anyway. Uh, my takeaway would be Corey Davis is alive. I know. I don't. It makes me nervous. It's gonna end up in my lap and burn my pants, burn, so I knock it off. It's not gonna burn your pants. It's dead ash. You're dead ash. Uh, I'm dead ash. Corey, tired. <laughs> Corey, Corey Davis is alive. Eight for one twenty-eight and a touchdown. So, I. I mean, I don't know how you can feel comfortable starting him from week to week, but if you had to start him this week, you're feeling pretty good. I mean, it was a by NATO after all, so yeah. why not? Not a by NATO, but there were some good receivers <laughs> on by. That makes me laugh when you say Binado. It's just fun. I just think that Binado is just maybe <laughs> curious. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Like, bye. Right. Okay, anyway. <laughs> it's not quite sure. My my other... But my, there was that one time in Cabo. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> my takeaway for the Bengals, other than T. Higgins being really good and continuing to get pretty good stats every week, seemingly very consistently, is that... Uh, Gio Bernard, whenever Mixon's not in there, he gets great stats. And he had 15 for 62, and he punched one in for a touchdown, and he had 16 yards and a touchdown through the air. And I had to start him in a couple places where I really needed a win, and I was desperate, and he pulled through. Yep. So I felt good about that. Hey, I have another IDP alert. IDP alert. Logan Wilson. Jesse Bates. Oh, I yeah, have him. You do. He had himself a game as well. That's he, another one where why was I playing the worst team in the league? He had 11 total tackles, nine solo, one pass defense, one interception. Good for 29 points in Westeros. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I started him. Yeah. And then yeah. here's a, a fun stat for you. Are you okay. ready for this? Oh, born ready. The Bengals defeated a team that entered the game with a winning record for the first time since week five of 2018. Wow. That's a long time ago. That goes to show you how bad they've been. I suppose. I suppose. All right. I will take the pathetic Cleveland Browns. Wah, wah. Browns lose to the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. 16. <laughs> uh, these teams both have three losses now. Four and three and five and three for the Browns. So 16 to six was the score. My takeaway here, uh, Jacobs got used and abused 31 carries. So you're happy about that if you're getting 31 carries every week. I feel like 129 yards is a little light for 31 carries, but... That's fine. I mean, in a uh, point-per-carry league, holy cow. You're talking uh, 42 points? It's ridiculous. Because that's 31 points for the carries, which is why that format stinks. Unless you have all the running backs, then you're you're pretty good. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, My takeaway on the other side for my Browns is that, ugh, just gross. Uh, They 
just never really had a chance to get anything going here. Cream Hunt was eh, meh. Um, Landry, I saw Landry had a couple of bad ends. Like, he had an end zone one where he should have caught it and he couldn't come down with it. Like, he's yeah. he's got to pick it up. He's got to be the reliable receiver. But generally, the Browns were just bad. Yeah. See? Look, oh, look how nice that came off. It makes me want to tear it in half, just to spite you. All right, what do you have to say about these? You got some fun stats? Um, you got some well, takeaways, eh? Baker is way too inconsistent. I mean, one week he's lights out. The next week he's literally lights out. Like, there's nothing up there. And the Raiders' defense is not good. so They ain't nothing to write, write home to. And uh, I want to see Ruggs get involved more in the passing mm-hmm. game. You know what? Even hand him off. Get him in the run game. Get him going any way you can. He's an electric young man, and I want to see him do more. Yep. Um, and then here's a fun stat for your Browns. You ready for this? Born. This year, they've either scored 30-plus points or seven or fewer points in each game this season. It's insane. It's feast or famine for those Browns. Yeah, that's crazy. And then I got another mini quiz for you. Okay. Jacobs is the first Raiders running back with over 30 carries in a game since week 15 of 2012. You want to name that other that Darren McFadden. Heck yeah! Yeah, buddy! Run DMC, yes. baby! Yes! Nicely done, sir. Uh, that's funny, because that was the only name I could come up with, and uh, it turned out to be right. I used to love Darren McFadden, man. He was fun in college. It's like, who else would it be, if you think about it? Well, that's true. You don't have to totally devalue my victory on a quiz, you know? I'm not. It was a great guess, and you got it right away. I'm you not... basically said it was easy, and anyone could have gotten it. No. I'm and guessing there were people hurt. that were listening, even though we've got the smartest <laughs> listeners on any podcast, there may have been some head scratchers. You hear that, guys? Hey, Even call in if you let us know if you got Phone it. Phone lines are now open. Let us know if you got it quicker than Ralph did. All right, what are you taking? I'm taking Indian Detroit. Do, 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 do it. Yeah, uh, Indy beat up on Detroit 41 um, 21, and Detroit plays Vikings next week. So uh, that's going to be fun. They're both going to have the same record. Well, same amount of wins. <laughs> Come in. Prediction. Yeah, I got a bold prediction for you. I got a prediction. Do you? I got a prediction the Lions beat the Vikings, and it's because Cousins sucks. You want to you wanna bet? No, if you give me odds. And then we'll talk. Okay. Um, so here's my takeaway. Detroit's rushing game was poop. <laughs> they had 29 rushing yards as a team. Yeah, they did. Indy had 119. I just don't understand. What is Patricia doing? The halftime hobo is an embarrassment. Give the ball to DeAndre Swift. I don't understand. They were playing from behind. So, that, so that he catches help. the ball too. I, Dump just, it off. I'm just He's like theoretic I, times a million. Why are you yelling at me? Because I'm enthusiastic. Trey Burton got a rushing <laughs> touchdown again. I don't know how that's still happening. I know. And Wilkins outrushed and outcarried Jonathan Taylor. That's Jordan Wilkins. And Naheem Hines had a game. He also had a pretty mean backflip with a twist. Did you see that? He had a he caught a he caught a pass. The little backflip with a twist at the end. It's pretty impressive. I'm guessing it's not the first time he's done that either. So And then I have another IDP alert. Kenny Moore. Yes. Ooh, did I get him in Westeros? I don't know. Ooh. But this guy 
had three tackles, three solo, two pass defense, one interception for a touchdown and a quarterback hit. Good for 30 points. He is a consistent cornerback in, in IDP scoring. He's a I can't believe he was available. Bill had him at some point, must have dropped him, but I uh, I put in a bid. I don't know if I got him. We'll see. We'll have to see. I'll check when, when we're Did done. Did he drop him for Okuda? I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, my stat for the lot or my uh, takeaway for the Lions is that Hawkinson con- continues to be really good. Six for or sorry, seven for sixty-five on ten targets. I yeah. mean that's that's pretty nice consistency for a tight end. I think he's number three tight end on the year, maybe. I like it. Um, so that's uh, so that's pretty fun. Um, I went after you're pretty fun. I was when uh, Kittle got hurt on a team I'm not competing on. I tried to no on a team I am. Com- it must be a team I'm not competing on. Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense. I tried to go after Kittle with my first and Hawkinson for Kittle. And I thought that was a, not a bad offer. Not a bad offer. And it was shot down immediately with no more conversation. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, on the other side, uh, I don't know what's wrong with Jonathan Taylor. He's, like, running, just running in the back of his lineman. Like, he just looks kind of embarrassing, and I don't really get it. He looks like a rookie. I was never – yeah, but rookie running backs don't typically have that much trouble, sometimes, especially when they're be good behind a good offensive sometimes line. Sometimes they can have clunkers, though. It happens. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a trade – I got a trade offer. I was offered uh, Jack Doyle in a 2022 third for Hunter Henry. I said, um, no thank you. <laughs> it's not the worst I've ever gotten, yeah. but it wasn't good. I had a guy, because uh, Goddard's on a buy this week, um, I had a guy offer me Hunter Henry for Goddard. I was like, no. Nah. And I've got Kittle, too, but... Nobody in the entire world prefers Hunter Henry over Goddard. Right. Like, that's insane. And he was, like, trying to justify it. Well, of course he's he on a bye week. I'm like, dude. Was this the worst trader in the world? No. No, that offer's too good for I'm him. I'm like, dude, this is a, a fantasy. This is a dynasty league. I don't trade just because he's not going to be in for a week. Come on, bro. I'll put in uh, Akins for a week. Why not? All right. So the, the w- league where I just can't get this team out of the gutter, and it's really frustrating, one quarterback league, pretty straightforward. It was actually the first orphan I took over like a couple of years ago. Yeah. I'm in there with Brett B, but I'm also in there with the worst trader in the world ah, yes. from the worst league in the world. Ah, I won't yes. use his name, but goodness gracious, he's terrible. He posts in the chat, hey, anybody have a wide receiver that you want to trade for a 2021 third? And I thought, yeah. I said, yeah, I got several guys. <laughs> I've got several guys that I would love to trade for a 2021 third. Let me and and before you know it, I had an offer. I go and look. He wanted Michael Pittman for a twenty twenty one third, and I responded. Just I didn't even go private. I just went right in the chat. I said, "Oh, I think you misunderstood. I'm not giving. I don't want to trade someone like Michael Pittman, who I took at the end of the first, early second, and who has a lot of potential and hasn't had a chance to show it yet for a twenty twenty one third." So I sent him back an offer that I thought was much more reasonable. I'll give you James Washington for a 2021 third. That's fair. I think that's very fair. Well, he didn't like that. He wanted Michael Pittman. Oh, really? You want Michael Pittman, huh? Well, cough up something good. <coughs> yeah, that was nice cough. All right. Uh, I will take well, the... Hold on. Ju- oh, you have stuff for this. Uh, yeah, Sorry, I jumped it's, the gun. It's quick. It's my really bad, quick. No, you're fine. I just did, forgot. Did, Detroit is 5-14 and 14 at home since 2018 which is the second worst in the league. 
It's horrible. Behind the Chiefs. Um, and the Colts, this is only the third time since 2016 they've scored 40 or more. Wow. Okay. That's that's crazy. I wish Rivers would decide if he's inept or good because I have a couple places where I'm always considering starting him, but Westeros is one of them, and you know what? I would rather start a running back in my super flex than start you, Philip Rivers. Wish I could have that second back that I traded you for. All right, I will take the Jets and Chiefs. Oh boy. <laughs> Finally, it's funny because last week I was so just <laughs> the case case. That's pretty good. Um, last week I was so distraught because Mahomes didn't have to do anything. His yep. defense scored. His running game was on. Yep. Like it was crazy. His, his special team scored. So I think they special team scored. So anyway, it was. Uh, this week, I was worried it was going to be all running game because yeah. it was against the Jets. Nope, it was Mahomes putting on a show, 4-16-5. That is what you like to see. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the running game was just non-existent. So it was just the complete complete opposite. But, you know, you've got Tyreek, you're happy. Hardman, you're happy. I mean, 7 for 96 and 1 for Nicole Hardman. That's pretty great. And then Kelsey, you're happy. So yeah. it, was a, it was an embarrassment of riches for the Kansas City passing game. Yeah. On the other side, uh, just continuing to be... Suck. Just really, really terrible. I mean, they couldn't get anything going. Um, gosh, I guess, you know, Mims, couple catches for 42 yards. Nice to see him doing any flashing at Berrios all. Berrios is a PPR machine. Yeah, I mean, Berrios, eight catches, so that's for PPR, that's fine. But, you know, who's starting Braxton Berrios? Digidow. Dave raised his hand for those of you at home that can see. Rather <laughs> timidly, I didn't say so, anything. <laughs> how, de- how desperate were you? Pretty desperate. All right, what do you got for this game? Um, I, I just want to expound on just how good Patty Mahomes is. Um, 31 of 42. And I actually had a prediction in this game with Bell coming over, you know, from the Jets. I thought for sure that this was going to be an FU game and that he would just run all over the place. They did try. They got him some goal line stuff. Yeah, but it, it just didn't happen. Mm-mm. So instead, uh, Mahomes got those five amazing touchdowns. He sure did. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, Kept me going and frozen. Yep, and you want to Kept know how bad Adam Gase is as a coach? You probably already know. Gase Gase. Uh, yeah, he's pretty bad. 32 of his 42 career losses have been by 10 or more points. I mean, he is poison for any players on the team, too. Yeah, he should never get even... And he handed over the play calling, didn't yeah. he? This wasn't even him calling plays. It's just his aura of awfulness. Yep. And yeah, and Darnold's been sacked in 22 straight. No bueno. No bueno. Even when he doesn't play, he gets sacked. <laughs> Can you believe that? And then Tyreek Hill joins Randy Maul. With 23 career touchdowns of 40 yards or more in the first five seasons. Whoa. That's, and he's probably going to get a couple more this year, so he's going he's gonna to beat that. My, oh, my. Oh, my, my. All oh, right. Yeah. What's next? I'm going to go Chargers and uh, Broncos. Okie dokie. Um, the uh, Chargers keep inventing new ways to lose. Just when you thought you've seen everything. Uh, they go ahead and they lose again in uh, a ridiculous fashion. Um, 
the Broncos had to score 21 points in the fourth quarter to win this game. <laughs> I just, it doesn't matter who the coach is. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They're still going to lose. So Denver came from behind to win 31-30. to Congratulations on Locke. Maybe Elway's found his quarterback now. Yeah. You, you just don't know. Not really. Uh, three touchdowns, two interceptions, two sacks. Um, what was my takeaway here? Um, oh, Tremaine Pope. Who? You may ask. Who dat? It's I'm, not Josh Kelly. I'm glad you asked. He had uh, 10 carries for 67 yards. He also added five receptions for 28 yards. So it's interesting to note here. The Chargers were up a lot in this game, and that's when they put Pope in, when they were winning, hmm. just to salt it away. Is um, Pope a large gentleman? He's not. He's in his third year out of Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State? It's a thing. Yeah. Huh. They're the Buckeyes. Is that weird? No, they're not. <laughs> they're the Jacksonville State Buckeyes. They, so that's why when you, say, really, when you say the they Buckeyes. Are, no, no, no. They aren't really. I'm You're kidding, kidding, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I heard uh, Gardner Minshew's the dean of Jacksonville State. Probably. Wasn't my best work, but no. I figured I would go for it. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Deion Sanders, doesn't he coach them now? I don't know. I think he coaches. I'll have to look into that. He might. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's uh, these were two not very good teams going up against each other. Um, I did like to see Mike Williams and Keenan Allen be the ones that were getting thrown to. Mm-hmm. Five for 99 and a touchdown for Williams, 967 and one touchdown for Allen. So that was uh, really great to see. And I still don't know why Herbert isn't throwing to Hunter Henry more. He only hey, four pick targets. a takeaway and stick with it. Sorry, I'm done. You're taking them all from me. I just go on a run. You can talk about Denver. <laughs> Um, Mike Williams is inconsistent, but when he plays well, he's amazing. And I just hope that he starts to build a rapport with Justin Herbert because I want him catching that ball more often. Um, other than Drew Locke, I mean, Deshaun Hamilton, I thought he was, I thought he died, but he had four for 82 and a touchdown. So that was good yeah, to yeah. see, question mark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but Albert O had only one catch, but a touchdown. So that was great. Albert O, I'm going to have to be starting him in Frozen now the Kittle's out. So I guess uh, hopefully he continues to get... A touchdown a game to at least get me some points. So Denver ends up winning 31-30. to 30. I think I can get one more in. We were very close to a 1-1-1-1. One, one, one one. Yahoo! Gabe Neighbors. Gabe. But it was for two yards instead Gabe of one. Neighbors. He was so close. Sounds made up. Yeah. All right, New Orleans and Chicago had quite the shootout. Hold on. And it, oh, are you still doing... Oh, my God. Just go. No, fine. Go. No, 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 go. No, 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 go. No, we're fighting. I just thought you were done. No. All right, go. I'll just do one of them. This no, 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 the, do both. The, no. I'm not so, saying anything until you do both. Denver had two net rushing yards in the first half. Terrible. Lowest since 91. That's terrible. And even worse, the Chargers have become the first team since the 2003 Falcons to lose three games they led by 17 or more points in in the same season. I can't believe you did both. They're inventing <laughs> ways to lose. It's true. They are. It's terrible. All right. So uh, the Saints won in overtime. Oh, wait. Over I have one Bears. more. I'm kidding. I know. That's, you can't. You were exiting it out, so I knew you were, uh, I knew you were done. Uh, for the, for the, uh, for the Saints. Who, who is this guy? Des? Um, I'm thinking Dante Hall. Never mind. 
Didn't he do that too? He did that too. Yeah. Sorry. But they both. <clears throat> I digress. Uh, Alvin Kamara, um, only 12 for 67, but nine catches for 96 yards. He is just so consistent in the passing game. It's ridiculous. And so as long as he's healthy and in the game, he's going to be huge. I would think if Michael Thomas ever comes back healthy, you would think he'd take away from all those catches. But uh, I don't know if we'll ever see him again. I'm getting really depressed about it. Uh, on the other side, I uh, I thought Allen Robinson was out for this game, and then all of a sudden he's playing. Yeah. And he had 6 for 87 and a really sick diving touchdown. But um, I was glad that I traded off my last piece of him kind of last minute. I really traded him off. Uh, I traded him, I think, for Slayton and a first because um, I needed somebody to start, and it's a team where I'm not really competing anyway. Okay. So I was okay with it, but on the other hand, he started. It was like, well, what the heck? Like, I thought I needed somebody for that week, but yeah. maybe I am competing. Maybe I'm in the middle, and I thought I could make a push. It's possible. doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, and then Kurt actually reminded me that in that league, where I'm acquiring first, apparently I commented last week about it being Debbie depleted, but apparently the college and NFL rookie drafts are together. So you actually can use those first on the best incoming freshman okay. college players too it doesn't have to be on so that's actually good to know i'm actually extra glad i've been acquiring first nice you got anything for this game yeah okay i was waiting for you to finish no i'm done okay uh, so just to piggyback on what you were saying um kamara his usual game is 65 plus rushing nine receptions 90 uh receiving yards uh, so yeah, he's putting up those points. And uh, I thought A-Rob might have gotten traded at the trade deadline because he was asking for it. He's been whining about it for a while now, uh, but it didn't happen. He's Has the trade dead- deadline happened? It passed. Yeah. It was yesterday. I um, My two favorite times <laughs> in the NFL season is free agency. I love when free agency hits. Free agency is the fun one because so big player trades don't happen. But also, often. I was... I was thinking that more would happen in this trade deadline, but it really didn't. I think it COVID was... had a lot to do with it because they would have players have to sit out for so yeah. long and negative tests. And, and I that. did hear that um, teams would want players who already got tested for COVID. That way you know they didn't have it. So they wouldn't have to – because they would have to get tested for six straight days. And if they were clear all those days, then they were free to, to have them. Mm. So – I learned that. That was pretty cool. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and Breeze now has 10 passing touchdowns to no interceptions in the last five games against Chicago. Okay. So he is Chicago's daddy. Yep. And Foles at least has at least one pick in seven straight. Nice. And Trubisky got hurt in practice, so they can't <laughs> fall back. Mitch, please! Also, Darnell Mooney seems like he's the real deal. Mm-hmm. He's putting up some points, so that's kind of fun. And did you see this punch? This fight? Oh my gosh, yeah. What a what an embarrassment. Wims? What was that? He just walked up and cold cocked him so on the side of the head. It was how bizarre. It, how it worked was, before that, um, Gardner had, they were jawing back and forth. He ripped off his mouthpiece and threw it. Oh. Right? Mature. So that started it. <clears throat> and then it was like 10 minutes later. Bunch of p- possessions later. Wims walks over to Gardner, punches him with an open hand, 
and then rips off his mouthpiece, and then it all starts. So he's gone for two games. He said he spit at him, but there was no time to, to spit in that whole altercation. Great so. choices, everybody. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, finish the last couple games, and get on to our leagues. I figured since you like Scott so much, I'd give you a little bit of Goldfinger. I love Goldfinger. To bring us back. Oh, you don't have a problem with Goldfinger. My favorite Goldfinger song is Mabel. I love that song. song. Mabel, she's the bomb. (laughs) Yep, it's a good song. Or we Um, can say Cyanide, he's the bomb. Oh, we'll get to him. Cyanide, we got your song, buddy. It'll be coming up soon. We hope you likes. All right, so uh, three more games. Which one are you taking? I'm going to go San Fran and Seattle. Uh, I believe we're calling that COVID at Seattle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're shutting her down. Uh, yeah. It's um, not so good. It's not so good, senor. <clears throat> so Seattle gets the win. We all knew that Seattle was going to win this game. There really wasn't a doubt, but it was how they won it. 37-27. Uh, Jimmy G ends up hurting his ankle again. Yeah, he died. The ankle was never really fully healed. But he's got a pretty corpse. He's a gamer. He wanted to play. And he's that jawline. Man, oh, man. Um, so he comes in, does horrible. Nick Mullins comes in and is actually decent. Throws for two touchdowns. Well, he has no fear and he has nothing to lose. He just goes for it. And that's – you can't negotiate with a man who has no fear and nothing to lose. Yep. I learned that. Um, and then uh, – you might talk about... I'm going to talk about DJ Dallas. I, you might want to... You took, yeah, you took him from me. Uh, it's okay. But I had him on a few taxi squads in some sleeper leagues, and I activated him this week, and I put him in. And uh, I was I was happy I did uh, because he had a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. So that was my takeaway is uh, even though Carson's going to be coming back, if not this week, then next week, and he'll be the guy... Knowing they've got DJ Dallas there um, is just awesome. He showed enough that he should still get some yeah. work. And bold prediction, <laughs> they're not going to be able to keep Carson because he's going to want too much money. DJ Dallas will be the guy next year. Woo boy! Yeah, Rashad Penny. Who, Love it. Well, right. <laughs> yeah. He Carl, can just see. Carlos he, Hyde, who. He can stay dead. Travis Homer, who. Yeah. yeah. I know. DJ Dallas is a fun player. So it's nice to see him get his opportunity. Word. 
Um, I will go. Obviously, it's uh, obviously it's sad about Kittle's uh, ankle, but um, you know you also have Ayuk played really well, eight for ninety one and touchdown. Ayuk, but he is in COVID protocol. You have Kendrick Bourne. He had eight for eighty one. <clears throat> He's in COVID protocol. Yeah. So this team, I don't know who they're even going to start. Hasty looks good, though, and so they nice. they cut Pettis. <laughs> so they he's cut gone. Pettis. He they, go. They couldn't trade him, so they cut him. Um, on the other side, DK Metcalf had one of those games where he looks like a monster and lock it back to earth. Uh, they seem to be the type where Metcalf has a gigantic game, Lockett's down. Yeah. Lockett has a gigantic game, Metcalf's down. And it seems like one week after the other that uh, Wilson never targets both yeah. quite a bit. So uh, if I were you, I would temper your expectations on Metcalf next week. And get excited about and ride it. that locket rocket. rocket. Ride, ride the locket rocket. Nice, nice I just job. Made that up. Nice job. Yeah, All right, what else you got for this game? Um, so this was a second time Seattle has now started six and one in their existence. The last time they did it was 2013. They finished 13 and three, and they just so happened to win the Super Bowl that year. Wow, it's a good sign. But their defense was a hell of a lot better, though. Yeah. Their defense now is, is terrible. It is terrible. And they are now 60-1 and one when leading by at least four points at halftime. Huh. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I will take Dallas and Philly. Thank so. you for not asking me who that one loss was to because I have no idea. Okay, fair enough. Appreciate it. Uh, Philly wins 23-9. to nine. The Cowboys continue to be terrible, and Danucci isn't going to have his job much longer. Uh, basically, the entire offense for the Cowboys is really just bad i mean there were guys with a good amount of catches i guess but just nobody could do anything zeke's value is dead it's just bad um did you say dalton's coming back next week no he's in covid protocol too so who's starting somebody said it was danucci's not um it's uh kelmore i'll get to it (laughs) kelmore decided he's just gonna call his own place from from the field it's either gonna be cooper rush or they've got a guy in the practice squad as well. Uh, Garrett. Garrett, 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 Garrett. Okay. Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert, got yeah, it. Yeah, it's either Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush. One okay, the well, neither one sounds exciting, and it's probably going to continue to be bad. Uh, on the other side, Philly, I guess my main takeaway would be that I was so excited Goddard was back, mm-hmm. and uh, he just did not. I mean... He had one target. He caught it for 15 yards. I don't I don't really understand how you're playing against such a bad defense, like like historically bad defense, and you had been targeting whatever tight end is on the field. Like yeah. Richard Rodgers was totally startable next, last week. Goddard's back. He played 80-something percent of the snaps. He was on the field, but he only got one target, and he caught yeah. it for 15 yards. Just weird. So that was part of the reason I did ha- not have a very good week is because I started him. Every single place, and he let me down. And I don't know, I didn't watch the game at all. Uh, Were they just covering Goddard, do you know, if they were just blanketing? Admittedly, I did not watch Maybe they knew that he was going to be a focal point. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but Fulgham and Riker both caught touchdowns, and that was fine. I'm happy to see Riker. Disappointing about Goddard. Yeah. I got some IDP alerts. Whoop, 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 whoop. Both sides. Okay. Trevon Diggs, he hit himself a game. 
baby brother to Stephon Diggs. That's what here. He had seven total tackles, six solo, four pass defensed. That's pretty good. But even better, he had two interceptions. That's good for 40.5 points in the old Westeros League. And linebacker TJ Edwards for Philly had 13 total tackles. Wow. He was everywhere. Wow. Six solo, one sack, two tackles for loss, one quarterback hit. Good for 27.5 points. Wow. Yeah. So if uh, you're in an IDP league and either of those two are available, they might still be available, especially TJ Edwards. He's coming up. Diggs is not available because uh, Kurt has him. Okay. Well, in some leagues he may be. You never know. Fair. Not in Minnesota, though. Too no. much digs connection would be. Yeah, that's guess. true. Or in Dallas, because <laughs> well, you're right, but we're in Minnesota. A lot of homers. I don't know what Dallas is like. Uh, and also, Cooper had five targets, but only one reception, for five yards. That yep. sucked. I did not like to see that. Yeah, CD Lamb had one rush for 19, which helped a mm. little bit on his day, but still bad. Yeah. All right, one more game. And then here's a couple stats oh. for you, though. Uh, one more game after we hear some stats from Dave. Yeah. So Dallas has no touchdowns in two consecutive games, and that's the longest streak in franchise history. Yikes. They miss Dak. They miss Dak a whole lot. They, they miss want, him so much. They want Dak back. Wentz, Except they haven't signed him, so how much do they even want him back? Well, Jerry Jones is saying all the right things that they want him back, and he's their quarterback. Yeah, but, right. They're going to franchise him for another year, which yeah. is complete disrespect. But they could, they could they would be a class act to pay him now when he's not technically healthy. <laughs> they offered him money; he wanted more. Well, class act. He was he shot himself in the foot. He should have taken that money. I've said it many times. He should have taken the money, and he didn't because he wanted to be paid. As one of the top quarterbacks, when he he's not. is one of the top quarterbacks. He's not. He is. He's not. He. Were you not paying attention early in the year? You think it's the bad defense made him look really good? Yeah, he had to throw the heck out of it to keep well, up. Well, he did. Just saying. All right. So they're gonna get him at a discount. Otherwise, he's gonna walk. Just watch. Uh, Wentz has twelve interceptions this year. He had seven in each of the last three seasons. What? Oh, go your own way. Apparently, we decided we need to hear that. Our computers are weird. And then Zeke is still without a 100-yard game this year. Okay. And that's it. All right. So I'll take the last game. Yeah, do it. Tampa Bay at the Giants. Uh, Tampa Bay did everything they could to lose this game. Um, but uh, in the end, they won. Uh, 25-23, Brady uh, leads the way. They're now 6-2 and two atop of the NFC South. And uh, the Giants are 1-7. But, hey, the Giants still have a chance to win the NFC East. Oh, I know. That's such a bad division. It is a horrible division. Um, Tampa Bay Tom, he uh, didn't have the best game, but he still threw two touchdowns. Evans and Gronk. Gronk's still a thing. My one takeaway is Fournette got all the carries this game. So him over Rojo, 15-7. Twice as many uh, yards as well. So it's tough to gauge who the running back should be. Uh, like, if you have Fournette. And it's just whoever they're feeling from game to game yeah. is what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 So, and he had six targets, too, in the passing game. Which sure, nice. sure, 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 that's, sure, sure. That's sure. all I got for takeaways on that one. Uh, my takeaway is that Gronk's putting up points. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is uh, he's a startable tight end. 
And now my computer decides I need to watch this highlight. Your garage is haunted. I, I think it might be. Uh, so that's my takeaway there. Um, and then on the other side, oh gosh, I don't know, just disappointing. Evan Ingram just continues to disappoint in my opinion. Yeah. Five for 61. It's not horrible for a tight end, but he had 10 targets. I'd just like to see more. And we had an Alfred Morris sighting. Get excited, Alfred Morris. No one's been excited for Alfred Morris for about 12 years. He hasn't been in the league for 12 years. I know, that was my joke. That was probably high school. A little hyperbole. Hyperbole? Hyperbole. The Giants are 1-7 for the third time in four seasons. (laughs) That's bad. Yep. And Gronk now has three straight games with a touchdown for the first time since 2016. You know who his quarterback was then? <laughs> you want to guess? Um, I forgot who we were even talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and call it if you know oh, the answer. Oh, Alfred, Alfred Morris? No, Jesus who Christ, man. Who are you talking about? Gronk has oh. three straight games with a receiving Dutch over hey, the I first time. Yeah, I bet it was time. Brady. Good Lord. <laughs> Dude, sorry. And, I don't pay attention so good. And Danny Dimes <laughs> now has 36 turnovers since being drafted in 2019. That's the most in that span. Wow, Gronk has hold on to the ball. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, that's the game. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Can I have my own podcast? <laughs> You're going to go solo without me? <laughs> no, I'll do one with you, but then I'll We're a team. Hey, I would love to talk to myself once a week, so you do what you got to do. We, we should just each record our own solo on our own each week, and then we put out the I one together. I don't have time for that. Nope. I can barely get oh, this Oh, you're so busy. I am. So busy. I am. Uh, hey, is it that time? Time for what? Oh, you know what it's time for. This is it, buddy. Garrett, this is for you, buddy. All right, our main man, Cyanide Man, let's go. And musical credit to Metallica. Yes, Metallica. Yes, we hope you like Metallica, Garrett. Gary, you got to let us know what you think of your theme song, because we've been planning it forever. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. We just came up with it, but we think it does you justice. Yeah. All right, so, uh, so Garrett, Cyanide Man, he has been asking my advice on some on some uh, uh, dynasty kinds of things. And uh, I love giving advice, and so I was happy to talk with him. We've had some great conversations. Even when people don't ask for it. And then two, well, no, but he did ask for it. This was not me <laughs> volunteering it. This, he actually did ask. So that's even better when it's welcome advice and not just me talking to people, um, talking at them. <clears throat> so, just walking down the street, you say, hey, What's your dynasty team look like? Let me give you some advice. <laughs> you look like you don't know what you're doing. I would like to talk at you. You started Danny Dimes? He has 36 turnovers since he was drafted. No, uh, no. <laughs> so Cyanide Man has a, uh, has a great uh, rebuild here. So he is doing this rebuild the right way. 
he sent me an in-depth um, Eddie the Commish style uh, breakdown of every trade he's made to get his team to where it is today. We love in-depth stuff like that. Good job, Garrett. And so we're going to go through. He's got the – I mean, it's just – this is just great. Uh, let me go here. I'll give you the le- – okay, league settings first. This is a 14-team league, and okay. when he told me that, he had told me a bunch of other stuff, and then I and then he mentioned, oh, by the way, it's 14. I was like, 14? This is even better, man. This is great. It is a 14-team super, super flex, PPR, two tight end, full point tight end premium, uh, and it's two running backs, three wide receivers, the two tight ends, three flexes, and then 14 bench spots. All right. So uh, it's it's a lot of starting positions, basically, would be would be the takeaway there. All right, ready to hear some trades? Let's hear it. All right, so here's his rebuild. So in June, he acquires Anthony Miller, Joe Burrow, J.K. Dobbins, Ooh. and a 2021 late second for Hooper, Josh Jacobs, and Kelvin Harmon. Wow. Amazing. So they're... Burrow and Dobbins, basically went, for Jacobs. They went to a say. Jacobs fan. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I love it. I love it. It's that's a great a, start. That's a great trade. It is a great trade. You're off to a good start, Garrett. I mean, we're not big Jacobs guys, admittedly, <clears throat> no. so so that probably helps. And I think I told him that even. Um, and then Hooper. I mean, it's a two tight end league. That also helped because anybody getting tight ends in a uh, two tight end league is going to be excited. Yeah. So and Hooper. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's there was always suspicion he was going to be a uh, product of the system, and but I mean that so, was. That was before the rookie came on and and all that stuff too, right? Uh, true. It was the it was the hype of yeah. yeah. I mean, it, he did what he had to do to get it done. But you're getting Burrow and Dobbins. That's massive. I love it. That's a win. All right. So in September, he's got a bunch of trades in September. Here Wait, we go. I'm sorry. Did he get a pick in that too? He got a 2021 second. That's oh, in a yeah. deep draft. I know. That's, wow. I know. It's great. Um, just so you know, we would tell you if you suck, Sinead, man. We're not tooting your horn here. Yeah. This is this is honest reaction. But none of our listeners suck because we have the best. No, they're all smart and we love sucking them. Sucking listeners. I mean, I can think of one that does. Which one am I talking about? No I one knows. Know which one you're talking no, I actually about. just said that to be funny. I don't actually have somebody in mind that I'm. Yeah. No, that's not true. I do have somebody in mind that I'm thinking of. All right, let's move on. His name rhymes with <laughs> Shimanavir Bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's all I can think of. That was the first one I could think of. We love you, Wanna Be Red. I think his name rhymes with Bert. <laughs> We're just kidding. We love you guys. All right. And you're all great at fantasy. Shmon up, uh, you're bad. <laughs> all right. September, trade one. He acquired Harry, 2021 early second, 2022 early first, 2022 late first, and he gave up J.K. Dobbins. Oh, man. Now, that this one makes me sad, but he acquired 2020. By the time he's competing, yeah. you know, running backs get old fast. I personally wouldn't have traded Dobbins, but I thought it's a good return, two firsts. I mean, you're talking in September, he got two firsts and a second. And for, he also got hairy with all the preseason hype, too. Sure, 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 Before sure. Before we knew that. I don't trade Dobbins, collapse. but two firsts and a second early for Dobbins is yeah. a nice return. So he he did what he had to do. Uh, next trade, he acquired Swift, and he gave up Matt Ryan and a 2021 fourth. Mm. I like that. Um, you know, Ryan's on the older side. So, yeah. you know, and he's also going to tell us 
at the end of this, we'll hear his roster. We'll hear what it looked like before, and I believe what it looked like before and what it looked like after. I like it. Um, so not as big on those last two trades, but I can totally understand the thought process. Yeah, I mean, if you want to get younger, you did it. Yeah, I would have preferred to get a pick thrown in for Ryan because it is a super flex, like maybe for from a contender, but I don't know. It's, it is maybe it's like a younger quarterback. Or maybe a younger coming. quarterback, I don't yeah. know. All right, next trade. But he got Swift. I mean, that's that's pretty good. I let that die. That's okay. All right. He acquired Mixon, O.J. Howard, Caden Smith, a 2021 mid-first, and a 2022 first. He For gave, Swift. He gave up. <laughs> no. He gave up Mark Andrews, James Robinson, and a 2021 second. I am cool with giving up Robinson. Yeah. Personally, giving up Andrews hurts me. Because, right. you know, I wouldn't generally do that. It looks better now because he's just not very consistent. <laughs> but you consistent. also have to remove yourself from this and just I go off. know. To get Mixon, I mean, it, Mixon should be a piece that gets a lot later on. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> Next trade. He trades Marvin Jones. Jo- oh, no, sorry. He acquires, oh, my gosh. He acquires Marvin Jones, Josh Jacobs back, and a 2022 first for Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks, and Mixon. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. So he got a first thrown in there. Jacobs back and and uh, gave up Mixon and and Allen Robinson. Okay. All right. It'll uh, be interesting is, to see how this. He's all. I mean, this is. He is wheeling. He and is dealing. wheeling and dealing. Jeez. Wheeling and dealing. Next trade. He's got repeat customers too. He acquired a 2021 mid first for Gurley, Beasley, and Miller. Okay. I mean, I like that. Yeah. Uh, because the two wide receivers are kind of met and get out from under Gurley at 2021 yeah, mid first before the yeah. season too, so you don't know what you're going to get from Gurley. I mean, in that pick, well. if that pick ends up being Jamar yeah. Chase, or you yeah. know, I mean, that could that could be huge. All right, next trade, he acquired Chubb and Sutton, gave up Swift, <laughs> Shark, and 2022 second. I mean. For getting Chubb <laughs> and Sun for that, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good price for those Honestly, two guys. I mean, Most people are big on those two Chubb players. Chubb alone sure. would get that, but you got Sutton thrown in. Yep. Yeah, that's a good trade, yeah. actually. I would, and that was before Chubb got injured, I which is kind of surprising. Over Swift in a vacuum, anyways. So Most to, people so should, yeah. The rest, that's a good trade. I'm hoping he kept Chubb and Sutton, but we'll see. Well, I can't wait. I, I haven't looked ahead on this too much. It'll okay, be. Don't look ahead. Because it, it'll be interesting to see what the final team looks like because, you know, some of these guys, you know, you uh, you acquire Burrow, he's a he's a building block. Well, next trade. And I wonder how many, if, if you can call in, that'd be great, Gary, but I wonder how many... Phone lines are now open. How many of these trades... 1-800-CYANIDE-MAN. <laughs> <laughs> how many of these trades he actually had to reach out? Or if everybody sees he's trading, how many were... You know, uh, I mean, number one, it seems like an active league. Although a lot of these are repeat players, which means he's going back and forth with similar guys, which is interesting. All right, next trade. Daniel Jones, he gets Daniel Jones and Barkley, he gives up Burrow. I understand getting Barkley. He's going to be a piece that should command a lot in trade. I wouldn't give him up Burrow. Burrow, the number one... Yeah, that that bums yeah. me out. That bums me out. That's uh, I would like to hear his justification on that one. Maybe just getting Barkley out of the deal and getting out from under Danny Dimes, but you're giving up Burrow. That's it's just yeah. interesting when I looked at his final, when I looked at his final team, 
and then all the picks he had, I was like, man, this team is stacked. But now looking at all the process, I'm thinking, well, would it have been more stacked if he hadn't done that, or would it have been less? I like it's just it's interesting to see the process. Hindsight's a biatch. Next trade, he acquired Dak and he gave up Mayfield, Tate, and Marvin Jones. I would do that in a second. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Mayfield's look bad, so yep. get Dak. Why not? Um, next trade, he acquired. 2021 first that should be top three and 2021 second that's at the top end for Dak and he gave up Daniel Jones and a late 2021 first yeah so that was basically to get up there to that top three yeah cards fall the right way you never know that could end up being Lawrence if something falls the right way so and I mean he's got some first he could package Uh for the one one two yep you got options there Garrett unless he's traded away that first but if you get a first and you're rebuilding like this, you shouldn't trade those early firsts or even mid first. You want to hang on to those firsts. A late first is fine, but hold on to those early and mid firsts. So here is the end result of his team. So that's the end of it. That was all the trades. So he's got Chubb and Barkley. That's so here is the good. here is the end result. His quarterbacks are Dak, Derek Carr, Jacoby Brissett, and Jared Stidham. Okay. Um, but he'll he'll get quarterbacks in the draft. Jared Stidham, no, I sit him. <laughs> Hardly knew him. Uh, running backs: Saquon, Chubb, Jacobs, Chase Edmonds, Lamichael P. Ryan, Snell, Hasty. Those top four ain't bad. Now, for me in this, re- I'd be selling those guys selling. and trying to get young yeah. wide receivers. What I'd be trying to do is get young producing wide receivers for those running backs and then go running backs in the drafts and grow those organically. That's yeah. what I'd prefer to do. Um, but man, I mean, he's, he should compete this coming year with those running backs. Oh, totally. um, wide receivers. He has Sutton, Fuller, Harry, Tim Patrick, and Darius Shepard. I don't even know who that is. Do you think he meant Sterling Shepard? Was I, that a combination of Darius not. Slayton and, and Sterling Shepard? Maybe he's got both when we just combine them. Maybe. Uh, so the wide receivers are like, obviously weak. Like uh, Benifer. <laughs> How about this? Zach and I were driving back from, from dinner tonight with the ladies, and we're driving by. We look off in the distance, and what do we see? We see a an intimate store, Ooh. and it's called Enchantasies. Yeah, there's one in Ramsey by me. <laughs> oh, you've heard of it. Yep. Enchantasies. Yep. He's like, we have to go in there and just say... Who decided to name this place Enchantasies? Who decided Enchanted and Fantasies need to be combined? All right, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Wide receivers uh, are weak, yeah. but, you know, he's got the draft picks. His tight ends are Evan Ingram, O.J. Howard, Irv Smith, Troutman, Croft, Richard Rogers, and Tanner Hudson. So here are the picks. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. In 2021... He has three early projected. He has three early firsts and two mid firsts. That's good. In a 14 team. Uh huh. Yeah. In 2021, he has two early seconds. Okay. Even better. Which will be good. This yep. is a deep draft. Yep. In 2022, he has two early and two mid firsts. Okay. And he has in 2022, one early and one mid second. Nice. So. What's jumping out at me if we're doing a full assessment of the team is that he's going to get the best of the best rookie quarterbacks at the beginning. Like, ideally, he'd get Lawrence, which is huge. 
And then, but I'd be I'd be trying to turn those those top running backs into. I I would be hoping to compete in twenty twenty two, and I'd be trying to turn those running backs into young wide receivers. But it's just funny because he he's already had Chark on his team at one point, yeah. and he's already had who are the other wide receivers he's had? He had Allen Robinson on his team at one point. Ah, oh, Dobbins. I just can't imagine trading away Dobbins. But but hey, he is set up. I mean, that is how you rebuild. Yeah. When you look at that team and then you think of all those first coming up, because that team basically isn't competing now because of the injury. Sutton's out, Barkley's out, Chubb's out, Dak's out. Yeah. That team, if it was completely healthy, would be competing now. So then you had all those rookies and boom. And I would take Jacobs and I would offer him up, try to get somebody now. Um you know, maybe go to the worst team in the league, offer up Jacobs for that 1-1. That could potentially be the 1-1. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you if you can turn a running back straight up into the best rookie quarterback, I would do that 900 times out of well, 900 times. Well, he had the best rookie quarterback. Well, I know. But, you know, the upcoming ones. Yeah. So Maybe try to package Jacobs... And a late first for Burrow. Yeah, I mean, but usually the Burrow owner, once they have Burrow, they're so excited to have Burrow oh, that they're Garrett, not going to let him go. Kept Burrow. Come on, Garrett. He's a stud. <laughs> Your next rebuild, keep Burrow. No, I, I, like, I like the team a lot, yeah. though. Um, you know, the other thing is when you're looking at all those picks that he has, when you're talking about a two tight end league, I mean, if he can end up with Pitts and Fryermuth. How sick would that be, depending on their landing spot? I mean, with a late first and a two-tight end league, yeah. or even a mid-first, you'd I want to be taking Pitts, because look, he's looked really good this year, too. He's going to be a stud of all studs. Stud, stud of all how, studs! Uh, how, oh, yeah! How tall is Pitts? Oh. <laughs> I think he's at least 7'3". That's pretty good. <laughs> no, I actually don't know. But, yeah. I, I mean, I could look it up. How tall do you think he is? I bet he's six six. He feels like a six six. I'm guy. gonna go six five, just to temper your expectations of him. Kyle, Pitts, and then Fryermuth. I'm guessing is six six. He's a farm boy. Kyle Pitts is six five. Yeah, and wah, is Fryermuth. Wait, 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 wait. Let me get it. Wait, wait, he's six, wait, wait, wait. Six four. Whoa! Embarrassing. Brevin Jordan is the shorty though. He's only six three. Okay, which is. <laughs> humiliating <laughs> um but uh but yeah anyway uh jeremy rucker had a touchdown for the buckeyes this past weekend for the ohio state for buckeyes? the ohio state buckeyes not the jacksonville, not the jacksonville state buckeyes, state buckeyes. Okay. yeah um oh and i almost forgot the most important thing so he has a new trade that he's pondering oh yeah he's christian pondering huh he is christian pondering it um oh i wish i uh, I won't be able to find it, but he also acquired Lamar in the league that I'm in with him, Ooh. and he got him for, like, nothing. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, oh, my gosh. Nope, I don't remember what it was. Anyway. Uh, okay, so he says to me... Let me just... Were we talking about Okay. And we're back. Okay, um... Oh, I made a trade with him. Did I talk about the trade I made with Cyanide Man? I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember what league I'm in with Cyanide Man. It's so embarrassing. Well, anyway. All right. He said he wants an opinion. So, Dave, he gets both of our opinions here. Yeah. He wants an opinion on that rebuilding league that we just talked about. I think we gave it to him. And uh, we gave it to him. 
he's been he's been going back and forth with the guy uh who has Kittle. And uh there is a there is an offer on the table for him to acquire Kittle. Okay. Would you like to hear what it is? Yeah. But does it fit with his rebuild though, getting Kittle? I think in that format, Kittle is just I understand that, but I well, I predict that you're not going to like this offer. I think okay. you're going to say it's too much. Um, he would be giving up Chubb, Ingram, and Chase Edmonds. That yeah, that's too much. Too much. Yeah. I am a big Kittle guy, as you know. Right. And what I said was that I think I would give Chubb, but I'm not that big on Chubb or Ingram. Yeah. I said I would give Chubb and Ingram for Kittle pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. Um to get the best tight end, you know, the best dynasty tight end there is. So I can't imagine Chase Edmonds being the sticking point. But on the other hand, it is it is a lot. So you'd have to kind of think about how that's good. Is that me? It's you. <laughs> I just muted it. I have no idea which. Uh, it's where, where is it coming out of? Jeez, is that you or me? <laughs> you know, maybe try to get that same package for a younger tight end, younger wide receiver, and a pick. If he really wants to give up those uh, running backs, maybe try to do it that way. Instead of just getting one player for three, maybe try to would you give up, Would you give up Chubb and Ingram for Hawk and a first? Hell yeah, I would. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'd rather do Jacobs than Chubb, though. I would rather do Jacobs right now, too. Jacobs and, would have more value. And J- yeah, I was gonna say Jacobs. People love Jacobs. Mm-hmm. People aren't as people are scared of the Kareem Hunt like yeah Jacobs, situation and Jacobs the Browns is being the iffy guy and for the Raiders for the Raiders rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. and thirty <laughs> and thirty one for a hundred some yards. That's right. when you wanna. That's when you wanna sell him when he's looking that massive. Uh-huh. Um, Oh gosh, I had uh, I think I had some trade offers here. Let me think. It's been quite a oh I know the trade offer I have. Okay, so this is a league where this is a league where I lost Michael Thomas and I lost Dak and that has really <coughs> torpedoed me. I was four and zero, oh, and now I am four and four. Yeah. Um, and it just oh Matthew Stafford has COVID apparently. That's fun. Oh, I saw that too. And Galladay's out. Well, they're rough. Anyway, so this team is not doing well um, with all those injuries. I also had Crowder that was injured. And so I'm trying to think, like, maybe it just needs to be. Oh, and I lost Ertz. So I just have had a lot of injuries, basically. So um, my current starting lineup this week will be Stafford, (laughs) depending on who plays, Stafford, Swift, Dobbins. Michael Thomas, if he plays, DK Metcalf, Janu, Antonio Gibson, and Jamison Crowder. Okay. And so I have been playing around with the idea of trading Metcalf and just making it a full rebuild. And yeah. Metcalf has the most value. So the offer with Wanna Beer Bad, actually. Wanna Beer Bad. I know, I should have had his music ready. <laughs> um, he... I was trying to, I said, I said, hey, so one of beer bet is like at the top of this league and he's like trying to make a push for the playoffs. Sure. DK Metcalf would be a huge addition. He could start DK Metcalf <clears throat> in place of some lame flex player that he's got. I don't remember who it is. 
So I said, all right, give me the two firsts and two seconds that you have in 2021 for DK. Something like that. Yeah. And That's a big offer. He said, oh, that's a lot. Da, da, da. And I said, well, yeah, except it's the top two teams in the league, so it's probably 111 and 112 and 211 and 212. Sure. Which, again, makes me nervous because he, he came back and he said he would give that for – DK Metcalf and DeAndre Swift and I said well that seems like I, I don't think I can do that with where those picks are probably going to end yeah. up and there was a little bit more back and forth but then I had these these offers going on with this other guy that were interesting and the current offer on the table is that I would give up Janu, DK Metcalf and Debo and I would get back DJ Moore, Mark Andrews and Jalen Rager okay and so I kind of look at it as I, I, you know, Metcalf has looked really good, but I before the year I would have taken DJ Moore way ahead of him. He's just they're kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum for how they've done this year. Yeah, it's true. I would take Andrews ahead of almost all tight ends, but he and Janu have been very comparable on their usage and their production this year. Yeah. And then Rager and Debo. I mean, Debo should be valued more than Rager. Debo's shown more, he's you know, stay healthy though. but he's got to stay healthy. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just looking at it going, man, it just doesn't feel like I'm getting enough for DK Metcalf when he has just looked as good as he's looked. Every other week. Every other week, right. Um, but this guy also doesn't have any picks to throw in. So I just I just keep staring at it thinking I just don't think that's enough. I feel like DK Metcalf should should garner much more than that. And I also it's hard when you're looking at your team thinking if I had Michael Thomas and Dak and Ertz all healthy, my team would be completely different, and yeah. it's frustrating to look at, you know? You oh, know, and Dallas Goddard also was out, so I had you, both of them. You know, it's frustrating. What? In our new Roman League. Yeah. I have Galladay, I have Kittle, and I have Thomas. Boy. So are, so are the Lions guys, are they at risk of not playing this week then? I don't know. I think they got to do some more tests, and as long as everyone's good... They'd play. Uh, in this same league, we had a fun moment for Gibbonator. Oh, I love Gibbonator. Oh my god! I dropped Mullins instead of Wims. Christ! I haven't a clue how that happened. <laughs> and then one of the guys says, I'm sure the commissions can fix it because it was obviously a mistake. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Guys, can you fix this? And then Why would you want to drop Mims? He's got a killer right cross. <laughs> no, Wims. Oh, Wims. That's what I meant. That's Wims. who you meant. Yeah, he's got a killer right cross. Yeah, before that it was WTF. I didn't drop him. <laughs> Someone's messing with me. Oh, even better. He picked up Mullins for $30 on the waiver wire. <laughs> And right after that, I should have gone back further. Right after that, yes, I secured Mullins. <laughs> and then he dropped him. And then he immediately <laughs> dropped him. <laughs> oh, Gibbs. Oh, Gibbonator. What a hot mess. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, I don't know what else we have to talk about. I'm kind of, I'm kind of we, running out uh, tonight. We played each other in Vampire. Did we? Did you even know that? No. <laughs> you stomped me. Did I? You did. Oh, hey. Your team put it down, so I'm now 6-2. and two Well, let's hear league. about it, because I'm not going to be able to access NFL. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear about and it. another vampire one again. I'm just, I'm dreading playing the vampire, because they keep getting stronger. I guess yeah. that's the whole point. It's true, but, I mean. But I have no buys that week. If, so. if you've got a good team, 
you should be okay. If you got it, flaunt it. If you got it, flaunt it. I gotta f- remember how to get back to it. All right. Oh, I had a, <laughs> I had a ridiculous offer in um, in the World Empire, the one where the worst team every year is eliminated. Was it Aztecs? Somebody won it. Yeah. Yeah. He's and I, and I said that. Well, I said to him, I, I I sent him a message. I was like, Do you really think that's gonna get you Terry McLaurin? Like, would you trade Terry McLaurin for that? And he goes, No, I was just trying to get something to stick. I'm like, Oh my gosh. He offered me his his first that's probably going to be like 115 and then a player that was oh Justice Hill and what like what'll end up being like 115 yep. and a and a late like third or something it was just weird. He's probably just sending out the same offer to everybody. Nobody's going to accept that though. I just don't understand. That yeah, that's what he does. He sends out the same offers to everybody hoping something's going to stick. And that's fine. I mean, I've done that before. Like when I had James Robinson and was trying to get a first, I sent it to every person, James Robinson for a first, James Robinson for a first. But that's not insane. That's not Terry McLaurin for a what ends up being a late second or mid second. Right. All right, what do you think? This is so tough to navigate. I know. Uh, I hate MFL. That's what I keep telling you. All right, box scores. All right, here's an offer I got in a league that I can that I can share with you. I know there was a way I did it before to go back and see what happened in the previous week, but I don't remember. Oh, how you I know did what? It. it wasn't Dobbins. I lied when I told you off air. I got an offer of, I was offered Nuke, and they wanted Antonio Gibson, and um, they wanted Antonio Gibson, and, now wait a minute, am I looking at the right place? Was it CeeDee Lamb? It must have been CeeDee Lamb. Well, come on, that's not going to happen. What an idiot. Have you found it yet? No. This this is is dead air. This is so frustrating. This is dead air. Well, anyway, I'm not doing that, so it didn't matter. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, who were the uh, waiver wire guys you picked up this week? Did you have any guys that you picked up all over the place? Nope. Really? Really? I, I had a bunch. I picked up Mullins everywhere I could. I picked up Tyler Irvin in a few places. I picked up... Oh, there was another one. Ooh. Basically, you beat me 142 to 87. Wow. That's a shellacking. You spanked me. I spanked you good. You had the uh, highest score in our division or conference. That's yeah. pretty great. What's my record in there? Wait for it. I know I'm <laughs> six and two. I'm sure this is great. Like, I'm going great to standings. Here I go. Standings. <laughs> I'm six and two with a thousand nine points. Okay. You are five and three with nine twenty-three. Okay. Hey, I'll take that. That's fine. Yeah. Not too shabby. So we've got three teams at six and two. Three teams at five and three. Well, this will clearly be my best vampire performance ever. It's getting congested up at the top. It is. Yeah. So congratulations for beating me. Aw, uh, thanks, buddy. I, I really appreciate that. I had that. a juggernaut going and you stomped on it. Um, in, pay for it, in, uh, Frozen, Super Deep, Senior, Uh uh, I play Eric this week, and he's got a pretty good team, 
but I beat Joey, who is in full rebuilding mode. I beat him 190 to 75 this past week. Uh, he started, his tight ends he started were Kobe Parkinson and Nick Vanette. His quarterback he started was Chad Henney. Uh, I guess he was hoping my quarterback got knocked out, huh? Youch. Uh, yeah, so that was, I mean, he never, he, I mean, that is how you rebuild. If you end up putting that team on the field, that is a full-on uh, full on rebuild. And I was thinking that 190 was kind of embarrassing, but I actually outscore everybody except for Claire outscored me by one point. Yeah, in I, her matchup with you, <laughs> she crushed me. She crushed you. Yeah, one ninety one to one eighteen. Yeah, um, and then uh, Eric, who I played this week, had two hundred three. So there was that too. But now I don't have Mike Davis. Yeah. So we're gonna see how my team ends up doing. But uh, I don't know. It's coming together a little bit. But then you know, one step forward, two steps back. When I lose Kittle. What else do we have to talk about? I'm losing my momentum. I think that's pretty much it. Is that pretty we, much it? We did a pretty deep dive on uh, Garrett's team, Cyanide. Yeah, and I'm really sleepy. I'm going to be honest about it. We stayed can, up watching election stuff last night, and then I ate lots of Mexican food two nights in a row, so I am dead. I can put you on the spot with something real quick. I would love to be on the spot. Who has been your MVP so far? My MVP so far, like across leagues? Across the board. The one guy who's done it for you. Um, boy, it's hard, to, it's hard to say. Like with the, with the rookies, I mean, while Dak was still in, I probably would have said combination of Dak and uh, Lamb yeah. was pretty huge. Um, but uh, I would say, I mean, it continues to be Mahomes. I've got him in a lot of places, and he's just so consistent. I had somebody come at me with Mahomes. Somebody tried to come at Mahomes in a one-quarterback league, that one where I can't get my feet under me and I'm try- I just can't get anything done. Yeah. And they tried to come after Mahomes and offer me all this stuff, and I just said, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm not trading Mahomes. Like, I gave up good – I traded Nuke Hopkins and Russell Wilson to get him. Okay. And that's in a one-quarterback league. Yeah. And my whole thought process was I can just set it and forget it. I can Ron Popeil it for the next 10 years on, on quarterback. I good. never have to think about it. Good reference. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I appreciate that. A lot of people don't get that reference. Yeah, I like um, it. Set it and forget it. So, uh, yeah, so I, I just basically said, like, I, I appreciate the the offer, but you nobody's going – you're you're not going to talk me into this. Like he tried to give me all this reasoning. I said, I'm sorry, man, it's just not going to happen. He goes, that's okay. I appreciate the response. Yeah. Several guys this week have said, I appreciate the response. Like Aztec was the same way. He's like, Hey man, I just appreciate the response. I didn't think you'd take it, but I do appreciate you reaching out. Yeah, I say that in a better, better trade offer would have gotten me to respond. I just figure it's good etiquette to just, I say, I always say, I appreciate you reaching out to me mm-hmm. and one of the ones i always like to say is i like where your head's at <laughs> that could be taken either way they uh they eat that up do they yeah they okay okay usually i get a smiley face back or a thumbs <laughs> up or they like my comments it's nothing like a good emoji response you know what i'm saying yeah nothing needs it it just does it except, just does something for except you. the one where the guy's puking that's not a good emoji response Ooh, to get. no and i've gotten a lot of face palms lately <laughs> mostly in the worst fantasy football league in the world but still you don't want a face palm but next year you guys will be laughing about this year in that league if you go back I plan to beat all of them within two years. Just beat the brakes on them? Yeah. 
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Um, canoeing hard on this one. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our garage party tonight. This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I was Dave. And I am still Ralph. Yeah. And uh, we uh, we will try to do better next time. Isn't that the line you like to use? You're stealing my touchdown Yeah, call? I like I like I Wait, took it tonight. Can you actually mean it? Like, here's how I do it. No, I, I did I don't mean it. Guys, thanks for listening to our show. We will try to do better next time. That's so genuine. Sincere. So genuine. If you guys could see his face, you would be sincere. listeners eat that sh- stuff up. All right, boys and girls, we will see you later. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Guys that like it with coffee every morning. Not even coffee. Check out. With their coffee? Yeah. Because there's like, there's Java cigars that people get.